In preparation for today's message, we shall be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. Then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will extol him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea, and the choicest of his officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep covers them. They went down to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. And in the greatness of your excellence, you overthrow those who rise up against you. You send forth your burning anger, and it consumes them as chaff. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing waters stood up like a heap. The deeps were congealed in the heart of the sea. The, en the enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be gratified against them. I will draw out my sword, my hand will destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in praises, working wonders? You stretch out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your loving kindness, you have led the people whom you have redeemed. In your strength, you have guided them to your holy habitation. The peoples have heard, they tremble. Anguish has gripped the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom were dismayed. The leaders of Moab trembling grips them. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them. By the greatness of your arm, they are motionless as stone. Until your people pass over, O Lord, until the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them and plant them in the mountains of your inheritance, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the sons of Israel walked on dry land through the midst of the sea. Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dancing. Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he has hurled into the sea. Praise God for the reading of his word. You may now be seated. Good morning. Good morning. 
There are times when we gather as a small group, and I usually begin with, why don't we all share something that may glorify God, a testimonial? What has God blessed you with in the past week or in the past month? Please share something. And the brothers will share one by one. There are a few particular brothers who keep saying, I thank God I'm alive today. So I ask you, are you thankful that you are alive today? Yes. Praise God you were able to wake up. Not everybody wakes up. You were able to brush your teeth. And many of you perhaps have had your breakfast. And you are indeed happy to be alive. But not all of us think that as a grace from God, waking up and being just happy to have another day. We have become too familiar with the blessings around us. We eat our breakfast as if it's nothing. Perhaps we have not experienced hunger before, but some of us who have been through poverty is thankful for those things and say, I'll never want others to experience this, being hungry and having nothing to eat. And we, most of us say, especially our children. We learn to be thankful about things when they are not there and they come back. Sometimes when we lose water, it happens, right? When the whole city does not have water. And it has been happening in Metro Manila in the, this year. There were seasons there they had no water. I remember being at a place with no water and then suddenly there's water. I was so thankful to God. But you know, we don't have to wait to have an, a state of nothingness and then a state of thankfulness. We can have thankfulness, gratitude in our hearts, whether we miss some, something or someone or not. Aren't you thankful that your family is still there? Please be thankful because those who have, of us who have lost at least one loved one feel the pain and the emptiness. So we must treasure those who are alive and with us. In some places of the world, it is illegal to do what we are doing where I can preach the gospel. I can preach the word of God and people would come to listen. In some parts, it is illegal. We are tortured and killed for it. In some parts of the world, not only those who preach, but those who listen are tortured as well. Aren't we thankful that we have a free country that we can preach God's word? Aren't you thankful that you have a Bible at home? In some places of the world, it is illegal even to have a Bible at home. I remember in the 80s, 70s and 80s, there's this group, Open Doors, led by an, a man called Brother Andrew. He never revealed his last name. Maybe he did, I never knew. He was a smuggler of Bibles to China. And he has a team that he trains how to smuggle. Some of his team members were captured, perhaps never heard again. But he went in and out even trying to create the smallest Bible possible. There was no internet then. We couldn't just email the Bible to somebody, a PDF file. 
it had to be print until they would invent the smallest version of the Bible. However, still, there were too many Christians in China. So what did the Chinese Christians do? They tore the Bible apart. You take 1 John, you take 2 John, you take Romans, and they memorized it. They memorized it word for word. And when some of them were able to escape and they see a Bible, they always cry. Something they fought for, sacrificed for, died for. And many of them are thankful. Yet it is happening again in some parts of the world, Syria, some parts of China still. And even the smugglers who came in and out are just happy to be alive. If ever you want to be a smuggler, this is the best way to be a smuggler. <laughs> Do not smuggle contraband. They have to be taxed. But this one is something that we can do because why? Holy Scriptures is still higher than any government. Even though the Bible tells us to submit to the government, everything within the Scriptures that is in line with the government, we submit to. But if the government tells you not to honor God, then we are happy to disobey that. Why? As as the New Testament apostles said when they were captured, we'd rather obey God than men. Israel was so happy. The people of Israel was so happy that what? They escaped Egypt and those that wanted to kill them, God destroyed. Can you imagine the happiness? We're alive. Men in chariots with spears and swords were running after them. God opened the Red Sea through Moses. They crossed the Red Sea. And then God closed the Red Sea and drowned the Egyptians. There they saw that the God they serve, the God of their fathers, is indeed mighty. The Lord put to shame the many gods of Egypt through the ten plagues. Moreover, the Lord demolished the Egyptian army. God defeated the Egyptian army in supernatural fashion. He was honored in the hearts of his people, but also in the sight of his enemies. The world would know that he is a mighty God who fights for his people. Please, let everybody say, we serve a mighty God. God is almighty. Always declare that. Ten plagues versus the many gods of Egypt. You see, there's a God of the Nile. There's the God of the sun. There's the God of death. And they have many different names. There's Isis. There is Ra. Many, many names. But God is saying, whatever God you imagine, that's actually me. Not that God. You're creating a new God in your mind. 
But I created the sun. I created the rivers. But people replace God with something they can control, they can imagine. But you see, even here at the Sea of Reeds, that's the more exact translation, not Red Sea. The Sea of Reeds. When God controlled the, the sea, he was saying, I am also God of the sea. He's saying, I'm God of everything. You see, then there was, there was an idol, a false god. His name is Baal. And he's known as like their Poseidon, like Poseidon, God of the sea. So even this song, there's literary, a literary style sort of mocking the style of the other nations about how the nostrils of God, which Baal would do. But see, God is saying, there is one God and I am all. And I am all there is. While the Egyptians were chasing Israel, even the Egyptians wanted to escape because they realized that the Lord was fighting for Israel. I just want to make a footnote. Please be careful with the actions and decisions you make in life, including our habits. Make sure they do not go against God. Make sure. The lusts of our hearts, our flesh, our mind, the things we want, the things we do, the things we say. You see, the Egyptians realized when it was too late, they wanted to escape, but it was too late. They realized when it, they could not turn back anymore. The world would know that he is the mighty God. Because of this action, news will spread. And oftentimes when there is war between two nations, whoever wins, news would spread who the victor was. Here, it was not Israel. It was God. God fought for his people. <sighs> the Lord was fighting for Israel. Their realization came too late. As a result of their demise, the people of Israel, that's in verse 31 of the last chapter, the people of Israel learned to fear God, believe in the Lord and Moses. In jubilation, they sang a song of praise to the Lord. And Moses composed this song. It is believed that Moses composed three songs. One here in Exodus, recorded here. The other one recorded in Deuteronomy. And another in the book of Psalms. Three songs of Moses. Yet this will be known as the song of Moses. In fact, in the book of Revelations, they would still be singing the song of Moses. And the song of the Lamb. May we look at Revelations chapter 15. Verses 3 and 4. And they sang the song of Moses, the bondservant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God, the Almighty. Righteous and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy, for all the nations will come and worship before you. For your righteous acts have been revealed. 
It did not say that that was the song of Moses. They sang the song of Moses, and they sang a song of the Lamb, and then they added that. Point number one, God delivered Israel, and then in response of just being happy they're alive, and there was a great victory, Israel exalted the Lord in song. Ever wondered why we sing? We come here to sing in the morning, right? Is it just uh, the extra and the real, the main event is the word? My friends, let me tell you this. The song of Moses is highly doctrinal. It shared who God is and what he did, and he sh it shared what will happen. So there was the element of who he is, what he did, and what he's going to do. There are, there are those elements in those songs. And uh, I'd like to say that we must treat singing as like preaching as well. Only we do it together. You see, Moses could have just declared, listen to my song. I'm giving a special number, okay? Uh, he did not. He shared the song to them and they all sung together. So... But the songs of today are harder to memorize. That's why in growth group meetings, it's hard to choose a song. Because two of them know something, the rest don't know. Then two of them know something and the rest don't know. I, I'm looking for anthems. You know anthems? It's like the national anthem. Everybody can sing it. Uh, the hymns of the past make it so simple to repeat a verse. Like the old version of, I have decided to follow Jesus. It's so simple. The melody is so simple. Then you can create four stanzas by just replacing it. Amazing Grace is so simple. The melody is so simple that you can replace it with what? Not just replace it. It has at least, I, I believe, four or five stanzas. It speaks of the amazing grace of God. What he has done for us and what he will do in the future. It says, when we've been there 10,000 years, talking about the crystal city and being with God. So, brothers and sisters, learn the songs of God. Amen? But I hopefully we, we present to you, we're trying to streamline our choices of songs because some songs are, are not really biblical today. It's full of sentimentality. And I don't mean you, you shouldn't feel any emotion to God, but it's over-sentimental that they have made God their boyfriend. Okay? God is God, the Almighty. And yes, He is friend and brother. And, and yes, in one point, Israel, God was like husband to Israel. And the church is the bride of Christ. But we cannot misinterpret everything or overemphasize anything. Because that's the Bible is the whole counsel of God. We have to present to God's people the facets, the beauty of God. You see, God is not a diamond, okay? But like a diamond, let me give a, an earthly example so you understand. It's one beautiful thing, but many facets. That's why he even has different names. We call him Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. We call him Jehovah Rapha, God our healer. There are many names. But it is the same God, not different gods. Unlike the, uh, the world thinks there are many gods. But there is one. But like a beautiful diamond, he's one with many faces. 
And we as preachers must present those. Because why do we study the Bible? That we may know who God is. And that we may know what he wants. That we may appreciate what he did. So when we sing, try to break down what is the message of the song. And hopefully we sing songs that are grounded in scripture. Because that is one way of preaching. One way our song is very powerful to make people remember the truths of the word of God. You know, there was one technique on, on learning a new language. And uh, they said one technique is learning a song. You know, uh, where's Gustavo? Teach him Bahay Kubo, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to learn Bicol? You sing Sarong Bangge, yeah? That's a faster way of, lear of learning even a language. Why? It's rooted. It becomes part of your mind. You sing it with a melody. That way song is power. That's why the song of Moses, even up to Revelations, they know how to sing it, right? Now the highlight of the battle was in the song. Huh? He threw the horse and rider into the sea. God's people declare that he is their strength and song. That's why some songs today declare that. You are my strength and you are my song. And one thing, a facet of God here, the Lord is a warrior. Because before, he was only the God who is better than the God of the river, the Nile. He's the God who's, who's better than the God of the locusts. He's a God who's better than the, uh, the sun God. But no. Here's another facet. The Lord is a warrior. Can you say the Lord is a warrior? The Lord is a warrior. You see, even in Revelations, when Jesus comes again, he will be on a horse. And he will come as a warrior. And that picture of Christ is beautiful because he was the suffering servant. He was the Lamb of God. No comment. Not fighting back, just dying. It was a very submissive death because it was the will of his father. And the next time around, he comes as a warrior. And with one shout, he defeats his enemies. Oh yeah, beautiful. Please, when you think of Jesus, do not think of a feminine Jesus. Okay? Um, that's what these other movements are doing. Feminize Jesus. You see, Jesus was in touch of his feminine self. I love sharing that. Jesus is a warrior. God is a warrior. Do not mock him because he is a warrior. Do not dare fight him because he is a warrior. And we have seen with just the breath of his nostrils. Lunod na ang Egypto. Ano? Huminga lang siya. Pambihira. Ayos, ano? Pagkaaway mo kapatid mo, sabi mo lang... <laughs> no, joke lang. Uh, no, don't, don't do that. Uh, so, number two. Because of what happened, God's victory will be, will be known to Philistia, Edom, Moab, and Canaan. Terror and dread would befall them. You know why? Israel would be fighting their, these nations. And what he did would send terror upon them. And you know the worst thing in terms of being a general, if your people are afraid. If your soldiers are afraid, it's difficult. 
That's why they do a lot to drum up the morale. Drum up the morale. We shall win. That's why you see sometimes in history, a smaller number army can defeat a larger one. One thing is they have morale. They believe they can defeat them. While if you are afraid, you know what happens when you're afraid? Your nerves weaken, right? Your nerves weaken. Your nerves weaken. That's why when there are problems, take a deep breath, trust in God, so your nerves will not weaken. Okay? Diba? Yung iba, pinapaupo muna natin. If there's bad news, please sit down. Why? When the nerves crack, the strength goes away. So they would, it would be known what God did. It will be in preparation for the invasion of Israel of the promised land. The Lord would bring Israel into their inheritance. And it says in verses 14 to 18, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. The Lord reigns forever and ever. He is our king. He is the ruler. He reigns forever and ever. That's why our songs, people get to know who God is. That's why at times, just in song, they get opened a little bit. That's why I'm also happy when the good songs are sung in different places. Sometimes in a, in a government uh, uh, event, I would be waiting, let us pray. I thought somebody would be praying, but nobody would be praying. They would plug in a song. And that song, oh, I know that song. We sing that in church. We sing that in church. Songs are good. But the, the, the songs of the Lord today, there are different genres. And I'd like you to search them yourselves. And it's beautiful. There's the type where they sing it like a choir. Beautiful. There's a type they sing it with their local, uh, local melody. Uh, like, like in Africa, they've come up with, with songs that are with their percussion, huh? using those African drums, and it felt so, so, hoo, hoo. it's like dancing, and then and the masculinity of the men like that. So, oh, I like that. You know, uh, and there are songs of, <laughs> the one time I was surprised to see, uh, they converted some of the songs into a salsa beat. I felt like dancing, you know? If you know salsa, you felt like dancing. There was one, at least one, one composer here, uh, Brother Rumel, not here, in the Philippines, where a friend of mine, he composed a song, and I was there when he introduced it. It was beautiful. It had the cha-cha beat, and we sing it here every now and then. It has a cha-cha beat because those are different genres. No, it's not worldly if you copy them. Remember that all music comes from God. All knowledge comes from God. But people pervert it. Pervert it with bad lyrics. But I also warn you to be careful. There are bad lyrics that are not doctrinal. That's why... Uh, there are even articles written by, by some leaders hoping that the composers would be theologians as well. Those who understand what scripture said. Here you just have to attend our seminars in terms of when we study the book of Romans, Ephesians. And as we progress, as you listen carefully, hopefully we would come up with the best choices of songs to share with you. 
and even the hymnals as well. Why? Again, easy to remember. Anywhere in the world you go, even deep into Chinese territory, into the underground church, I guarantee you they know the hymnals because it's easy to sing. And wherever you go, it's, a, it's an international language. If you know what the old songs of the past, 16th, 17th, 18th century, I believe in new songs, but I believe in the old ones as well. It's good to learn them. Why? Because those that declare the glory of God, those that declare that he rules forever, those who declare what he did, justified us, gave us righteousness, that's what we want to see. Sometimes there are songs about the blood of Jesus redeeming us. We want to hear that because that is doctrinal as well. We want to hear songs that says, turn away from your sins and look at the Father. Turn away from this world and look at the Father and look at Christ. And there are songs like that. We just seldom hear them now. Miriam the prophetess, number three, took the timbrel in hand. The other women followed her with timbrels and with dancing. She answered the song of Israel. Beautiful, right? Moses would sing. And the congregation would sing. And suddenly women with the other, I mean Miriam. She's known as a prophetess here early. And uh, I was wondering where until somehow in the oral traditions. Uh, I was listening to a rabbi with my wife and and. Uh, when we were listening, it says that, well, the words watch and see went before the Red Sea was actually the same Hebrew word that Miriam had when she watched Moses. Assuming that she knows something about this child, I believe God revealed it to her. She was a prophetess. She took the timbrel in hand. And the other women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Why did they dance? They were so happy to be alive. And they praise the Lord. Are you happy you're saved? That's why when I see, when somebody says, can we put tambourine? See, I've been old enough. Well, not that old. 30 years as a minister. And when I see tambourine, I have to see the life, the vibrancy, the happiness inside going out of them, influencing us, affecting us with that. But if I see something like... And it's, with all the face that's blank and I said, what in the world? So I'll be trying to follow them mechanically. It's, that's why if you want that here, I want it done properly with heart and spirit and moment. Otherwise, forget it. You understand? I love you, I'm just reacting. Uh, <laughs> oh, God is good. Can somebody say God is good? Yes. Miriam and the women danced. They were happy to be alive. And they saw the greatness of God, the power of God. They're so happy God fights for them. Woo! Somebody asked me, when you preach, why do you shout? Sometimes I'm happy, and sometimes I'm mad. <laughs> mad at sin. You, you, you know, John Piper said, you have to internalize the message. If they're happy, this is a song of happiness, okay? You have to smile. So I'm now smiling, right? <laughs> 
When it is judgment, I cannot say, there is judgment. <laughs> we have to embody the text deep in us so we can express. They danced, and she answered, dancing and singing, song of Israel, sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. He is exalted, the horse and rider he hurled into the sea. Singing. Now it's good to sing. Filipinos love to sing, right? I hope we don't just sing those nice folk songs. I hope we don't just sing uh, the latest pop hit. But I hope we sing a lot about the songs of the Lord. In Hong Kong, when there was a protest in Hong Kong, did you see that clip? They were singing, sing hallelujah. It's a very, very old song, but all of them know it. You know why? Their parents know it. Do not ignore the songs of your parents because that is something that might unite us. Right, brother? Because <laughs> I'm familiar with these songs. <laughs> Miriam danced and sung. That's why sometimes when we're singing, we have to respond. We're alive. Huh? I know that many of you don't know how to dance. Let me teach you how to dance. You listen to the beat. You find the rhythm. And when you find the rhythm, do a small step. But let it, our expression of happiness to the Lord must not just be, I'm happy, Lord, from my heart. I'm so happy. I want to praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, when some of you hear good news, wow! Those of you rooting for Atenea and UAAP, when they win, woo, you stand up while you're on, on, in, in, in at home. Why are you standing and shouting, you're happy? Then if you're from UP and they lost, you sit down. <gasps> what happened? But with God, no, no. Because God is holy, we are emotionless. No, no. God has a heart. Your emotions, you know, you feel? That came from God. That came from God. You have to dedicate that to God. Ooh. So when I say to you, let us praise the Lord. When I say, say praise the Lord. Because that's in the Bible. Praise the Lord. The word praise the Lord is all over the Bible. The word hallelujah. What is hallelujah? It means praise the Lord. Praise Yahweh. Yah. The end. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> you cannot mechanical it's here my friends we're happy to be saved we're happy Jesus died on the cross for us we're happy he conquered death when he rose again otherwise he would have no credibility to give eternal life he broke death he rose again and he said to his disciples I prepare a place for you Woo! I, I have a place there you just say believe Believe. 
you know, believe. You know what believe? Yeah, I believe in him. I believe. I know those facts. No, it means you believe him more than yourself. It means you believe him more than any other. That's what belief is. It's not a passive belief. I know the facts. Therefore, I believe. Not that. Belief for him is you follow. Because you believe you follow somebody. You know, my favorite expression, because it's so short and easy, is God is good. So I can say that silently from my heart. God is good. Whenever I have a, hear a problem, first thing is God is good. You know why? I have to replace my bad expressions. Huh? Keep saying God is good. Imbis na yung mga phrase. Ano yung mga phrases natin? Leche. It's not as bad because leche means milk. It actually means you're thinking like a child. You're acting like a child. But it's still not good when it's done like a curse, right? It's like leche ka. Ganda na leche plan ka. But instead of saying those things, whether bad things happen, you say in your heart, my God is good. You know what? It reminds me he is in control. It reminds me of his goodness. Yes, there is the wrath of God, but I am a servant of God. So I believe and I see his goodness. And I'd like to believe in his goodness. So in our hearts, we declare the goodness of God. So when we, especially if you lead worship, your private life would be full of expressions of praise to the Lord. You live in the private life what you do in front. As I preach your, the word of God, my life must be full of the word of God. Application, let us exalt the Lord through song. We must sing. Let us declare his mighty deeds over his enemies. Let us acknowledge that he is our strength and he is our song. What's the first song that comes to you when you're happy and you're in trouble? I hope it is a song for God. Okay, a song for God. That's why, friends, forget these very sad love songs, okay? It might depress you. Some are so depressing. I say, what is this song? It's so depressing. If you're already depressed, don't continue the depression. Let us acknowledge he is our strength and song. Let us declare that there is no one like him. Can you say to the Lord, no one like you? No one like we say to the Lord, there's no one like him. Even among the false gods, there is none like him. Number two, let us tell of what Jesus Christ did for us through his death and resurrection. It should be known throughout what Jesus did. As the what God did to Egypt is made known to Felicia, Edom, Moab, and Canaan, we must let people know through our preaching, but hopefully also through our song. We must say that there is forgiveness of sins and it is available through repentance and faith. That's what Luke said, Luke 24, that, forgive, that repentance and the forgiveness, remission of sins should be preached to all the nations, to everyone. Please preach repentance. Do not exclude it. Some of us want to make easy for others to come to learn. No, it was, it, it's not what they did. That's not what Jesus did. That's not what the apostles preached. And when you say believe, you make sure you emphasize you believe him now, none other. 
that is strong. Don't make it soft, make it easy. They might feel condemned. They are condemned without Christ. We are condemned without him. I don't want to condemn them. You don't have to. They already are. You love John 3.16? Please read verse 17, 18, and 19. For them who do not believe are already condemned. And when I say believe, that includes his word. How can you believe in somebody you don't believe what they taught? That doesn't work. If you believe in Christ, you believe what he said. So you cannot separate his word, his teachings from believing in him. So we must believe. We share it. And may the gospel we speak and our testimony make his name great among the nations. So friends, we are happy to be alive. We're happy that we're saved. I hope you are. I know, know the pressures of life. But if we understand the gospel, everything fades away. If we understand what Jesus did for us, everything fades away. Everything, even your problems today fade away. No, I'm not going to preach to you a Jesus who says that I will solve all your problems. No, he doesn't. Sometimes he opens up the problem to you to make us stronger, right? To make us more wise. That's why they say supposedly age goes with wisdom and wisdom goes with age. Supposedly, if we're learning the lessons. But of course, there's also a saying, some get older, but not wiser. That's why, young people, you are not wiser than your grandfathers or your parents. Why? You may have knowledge, but only the application of knowledge produces wisdom. You still have more years to experience to say that you become wise. Number three, let us respond to praise songs of others with singing and dancing. Oh, next Sunday, can I see you dance a little more? You don't have to be wild, just sway a bit. That's the beginning, okay? Just tap your foot a bit. We have to respond. Somebody sings, we respond in singing. We sing with them, right? For some of us who have, who have our voice as our main tool for work, like me, I cannot shout too much, but once in a while I do. But I still have to sing with them. There is a time for meditation, okay? When you go home, you want to meditate on the song, play the song and meditate. That's okay. But when you're here, when they're singing, we sing. Cool? No, you still don't agree. Forget it. Uh, <laughs> We praise him because of who he is, exalted high above and because of what he did. What you can add here and what he will do in the future. If you studied Romans with us, that is crystal clear. The gospel is not just salvation from his wrath and hell, but what? A plan, a plan to be with him. A plan what? That we, may, that we are co-heirs in Christ. That everything that Christ inherits also is shared with us and that is an amazing gospel the good news is much more than we preach it is amazing that is why friends leave the things of the world and focus on him may everything we do is because of him 
And everything we don't do is also because of him. Let us all rise and let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You have done a mighty deed for Israel. Yet you have done a mighty deed for us through Christ who died on the cross and rose again from the dead. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, our hearts are full of gladness. As they responded in praise to you, so we want to respond every week in praise to you, in worship to you, even in dancing. Let our songs highlight who you are, the different facets of you, that truly enough there is beauty and wonder and majesty. And even your son Jesus, we see the wonder. Oh, may our songs sing that he is the bread of life. He is the resurrection. He is many things to us. But there is only one God and that is you. Son and Holy Spirit. Teach us to proclaim your mighty deeds through our word, our testimony, and our songs. As a people of Philistia, Edom, and Moab, and Canaan heard about what you did, so we will declare what you did in our lives. And teach us to properly celebrate what you did every Sunday and every time we gather in singing and dancing. And like the song of Moses still being sung in the book of Revelations, after the victory over the beast, they sung a song. The song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. So Lord, teach us to sing songs that we may remember and keep singing. Father, bless your people. Even in our private lives, teach us to sing. Teach us to be happy of your goodness. Allow us not our happiness to be rooted in the things around us, but in our relationship with you. Thank you, Lord. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of His Spirit be with you all. God's people say, Isang, praise the Lord. Praise God.